Welcome to Schumacher's Wally World. I'm Steve. I got eight-time Top Fuel NHRA champion Tony Schumacher with me. Tony, we're going to go over the rundown of the countdown to the champions. How are you this week? I'm doing good. I'm looking at that number on the back screen. What a run Brittany made. I mean, can I tell you? Outstanding. Oh, well, yes. that's a great run. It yeah. didn't race, and that's the point. It's good to run fast at night. It's better to run good in the heat on Sunday morning. Well, we're going to get into that because I got a little something to say about Brittany. I think she has some kind of fuel problem. I'm going to ask you about fuel problems and how that kind of ruins your weekend when something like that happens. We'll start off with Pro Stock Motorcycle in our NHRA segment for this week. Uh, Jerry Savoy, Andrew Hines, these guys were playing little games on the stage thing. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but going back and forth and nobody would click the light. What is that all about? Well, you know, they're allowed to do that, right? I mean, uh -huh. Head now, games. in top fuel... They would force us to go forward because of the volume of fuel we're burning is going to become dangerous here. Uh, we watched Herbert and Clay Milliken do it years ago, early in the 2000s, and then they got a big fight at the finish line. Neither one wanted a stage, right? right. So they're burning fuel, burning fuel, lightening the front end and increasing the chance that at half track they're going to get lean and blow the motor. And then all of a sudden, you know, you got oil all over a racetrack. There's a cleanup. People get injured. People get hurt. So, But the bikes, not so much. They can... They can sit there a long, long time. Neither one of them wanted a stage. And until one guy stages, the second guy doesn't have to move. And they waited. And I think if I was right, Savoie went in and just said, all right, I'm, I'm just going to go yeah, in. He went in. you got to get yourself ready. You know that here's the thing. Once you stage, he's got seven seconds to come in. So get That's yourself the clock ready. starts, right? The clock starts. So get yourself ready and, and go in. And, you know, catch him off guard a little bit. You know, Savoie, went out, he went out and won that race. He's a good dude. I don't know if you know that guy, but we talked uh, about him a couple of races. He's just a he's a nice guy. Just a good old, you know, uh, uh, a crocodile or alligator farmer up here. He owns an alligator farm, and he owns a cattle farm in Mexico also. I was reading up a little bit about him, and uh seems like a really nice guy. I believe when, he, when we go to Gainesville this year, I'll be able to get a chance to go by and see him because the pro bikes always race there. But uh, it was pretty cool to see both of them. And... Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Schumacher's Wally World. I'm Steve. I got eight-time Top Fuel NHRA champion Tony Schumacher with me. Tony, we're going to go over the rundown of the countdown to the champions. How are you this week? I'm doing good. I'm looking at that number on the back screen. What a run Brittany made. I mean, can I tell you? Outstanding. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. that's a great run. It yeah. didn't race, and that's the point. It's good to run fast at night. It's better to run good in the heat on Sunday morning. Well, we're going to get into that because I got a little something to say about Brittany. I think she has some kind of fuel problem. I'm going to ask you about fuel problems and how that kind of ruins your weekend when something like that happens. We'll start off with Pro Stock Motorcycle in our NHRA segment for this week. Uh, Jerry Savoy, Andrew Hines, these guys were playing little games on the stage thing. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but going back and forth and nobody would click the light. What is that all about? Well, you know, they're allowed to do that, right? I mean, uh -huh. head games. In top fuel. They would force us to go forward because of the volume of fuel we're burning is going to become dangerous here. Uh, we watched Herbert and Clay Milliken do it years ago, early in the 2000s, and then they got a big fight at the finish line. Neither one wanted a stage, right? right. So they're burning fuel, burning fuel, lightening the front end and increasing the chance that at half track they're going to get lean and blow the motor. And then all of a sudden, you know, you got oil all over a racetrack. There's a cleanup. People get injured. People get hurt. So, But the bikes, not so much. They can... They can sit there a long, long time. Neither one of them wanted a stage. 
And until one guy stages, the second guy doesn't have to move. And they waited. And I think if I was right, Savoie went in and just said, all right, I'm, I'm just going to go yes, in. He went you, in. You got to get yourself ready. You know that here's the thing. Once you stage, he's got seven seconds to come in. So get That's yourself the clock ready. starts, right? The clock starts. So get yourself ready and, and go in. And, you know, catch him off guard a little bit. You know, Savoie went out. He went out and won that race. He's a good dude. I don't know if you know that guy, but we talked uh, about him a couple of races. He's just a he's a nice guy. Just a good old, you know, uh, uh, crocodile or alligator farmer up here. He owns an alligator farm, and he owns a cattle farm in Mexico. Also, I was reading up a little bit about him, and uh, seems like a really nice guy. I believe when they, when we go to Gainesville this year, I'll be able to get a chance to go by and see him because the pro bikes always race there. But uh, it was pretty cool to see both of them and. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Savoy took off. And, and actually, Hines got the, 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 the run on him, but Jerry was just too fast and, and took the win. Excellent run, man. I mean, the numbers were staggering. So he did good. But Reading, Pennsylvania always uh, provides for some of the quickest runs. It always has. I've set many, many world records there, won that race many times. Right. The conditions are just good. We're, you know, fairly close to sea level. The, air, the conditions are cool usually. Um, you know, final round and everything's cooled back off you get in there four o'clock down there uh you know in the middle of the day it, it picked up and it had gotten a little bit warmer than what they had seen over the weekend because man they, they had 70 degrees they had really good racing weather up there every day up there though it rains a little bit you know and if things would cool off bam oxygen would come out and they were getting fat. they were getting good that was surprising well, he came in number five and with his win jumped all the way to number one how does that work that way tell me tell well, me how they can jump so far up, I mean, through the points with just that one win. It all depends on the four people ahead of you. I mean, if the four people ahead of you right. get no points, you're going to get 80 points going on one of them races. So, um, you know, I guarantee it's real tight up at the top. You know, oh, sometimes yeah. even, you know, you start looking at it, one guy goes off and runs away with it, and some, some guys out of the top ten win some rounds. It kind of spreads it out. But I'll bet, you know, he can go to the next race and end up in fifth again. Don't, but if you can go one way, and I used to point that out all the time, someone would say, well, you know, you, you gained 80 points on someone. I said, yeah, but I can lose 80 points in the next race, too. That's right. You've got to stay focused. Once you start gaining them, you know, or if I was 80 points behind, I go, look, the numbers, they'll tell me when I'm eliminated. And I never, I don't <laughs> go to Pomona eliminated ever. We go there, we always finish in that one or two spot. So he's running good. The Heinz, man, those Harleys really a hard to beat right now so he, he you know he did good there but they're gonna still be hard to get past the next bunch of races it was pretty crazy to see uh both both of the last two cars or last two bikes were actually suzuki's instead of seeing a harley davidson there we've been seeing harley dominate all year long and like you said there's only six points separating him from andrew hines and then it goes down to 23 points of matt smith eddie Quaywalk's down 32 so all those points can be made up in, in, in just one run one one race weekend yeah, okay. That's how it was set up. It's, there's a reason for the countdown. You know, we, we took off followed NASCAR to do it just to keep people entertained till the end of the year. So it seems like we started all over again once the countdown started, championship, you know, started. And uh, it's really exciting to see the top 10 guys and how it's all going to play out because it gets shaken up really quickly. And speaking of being shaken up, Jason Line took out Fernando Cudera and uh, actually came right to the top himself. So it's like he took over the power the power rankings by doing that for the first time in the whole year. He hasn't been very good all year, and then he goes out there when the countdown starts and, and takes over the top spot. Yeah, but let's not talk about Jason. He gets all the media. 
Fernando. Yeah, how cool is that? To, to that is really cool. Driving really well. The car was, I mean, he was kicking their butts. And That's right. It's cool to have a new guy just uh, happy to be out there racing. You know, this guy makes all the leather for boots. And I'm a cowboy boot wearing. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's awesome. The guy's just. You know that was that was neat to see. So we're we're going to give Jason the credit because he earned it. But yeah, and he's moved up very quickly in the last six races. He's done a really good job of getting up there, and he knew what he was getting into when he got you know got to the back over here. My dog's going to fight in the background, so you have to deal with the dogs fighting and the two pit bulls that I have here. Um, <laughs> he's all the way at the top spot in the NHRA power rankings, and uh, he moved up four spots in the last six races. He started the season in fifth, and he's climbed up to the number one spot. He's done a terrific job. His team is the performance that they're that they're edging to right now. When it's when it's time to really do it, says a lot about their team. Um, he, he's not really good on reaction time. He even admits that, but it's his horsepower that's getting him where he's at right now. It is, you know, and I think uh, Anderson is. He's got a great teammate, a world champ. Guys, work. I get more now than I ever have. I get over the, the pro stock pits. And throw something on my dog. Stop. Guys, <laughs> so darn hard, man, and uh, you know. Good for them. We got, it's, it's a great sport to watch. It's close racing. It's very tight. Right. You know, it's. I think you're enjoying that. Well, yeah, I'm enjoying seeing diff different things, you know. And, right. uh, you know, I always just locked into my top fuel pit. I know. Those are the grindstone. But getting out and seeing what other people do is kind of unique right now. Yeah, it's really good for you to be able to see these guys. And they're all putting on a really good show. Uh, Bo Butner's in second. Alex Laughlin, Eric Ender's still out in top four. And uh, Jace Coughlin's down in sixth. Matt Hartford's in fifth. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen as we head into the next couple of races. We only got five races remaining, and we're going to crown a champion. Now, the guy that nobody thinks about, the guy that's really, really good, I mean, he's just always there, very consistent, Fast Jack Beckman, one of your teammates, went out there and beat. He beat John Force, which is really great for him. Uh, first win of the season, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, first win of this year. Yeah. And uh, and it was perfect timing for him, too. You know? They, they've run good. And Tommy Johnson running good, too. Caps, Hagen, all my cars are running great. Mm -hmm. But they haven't had the, you know, we've won more than top fuel, to say the least, in funny right. cars. But that was the first one for Beckman. And I'll tell you what. He, he's a sleeping giant. You got to watch out for him. He's, yeah. uh, you know, Frank Hawley's instructor, right? This guy knows how to drive a car. He's a world champ in super comp. So mm -hmm. he's in a lot of cars. He understands the game. And he doesn't really, you know, I look back over the years. I've never seen him get to a high pressure deal and break. He seems to rise when it's necessary to be really good. And that's, that's a big deal. That's how he uh, keeps that big that big job he's got. I mean, come on, the guys. He's in with the best team. He's doing a great job with Schumacher. Come on. Anyway, guy. he said uh, John's kind. Of, John's kind of uh, owned him lately, is what he said. His exact words, and he said, uh, "I'd be lying if I said this wasn't very extra special for me." And um, he's had six runner-ups in the countdown to the championship, and uh, he's getting tired of it. And he says, "I'm li I'd be lying to you guys." If I'm going to make this five runner-ups, but I'm going to I'm going to try to do more than being a runner-up now, and I'm going to go ahead and try to win these races. And uh, uh, he's going to he, he's going to be somebody to be contended with as as good as he looked last weekend. You can't. I mean, what a great start. You know, that's the thing about you know, you, it didn't matter what happened earlier. You get yourself in the top ten, right? You leave, you leave in a better position by winning these races, and that's exactly what he did. Now, don't count John Force out, man. That dude's won an awful lot of things. 
And if there's one guy who does not break under pressure, it's the king of the sport right there. And, That's and Johnny, right. Johnny's driving as well as he's driven in a long time in his car's performance. So coming off a big old Indy win, you know, got himself in a couple finals. He's he's going to start to feel that, you know, that excitement again. And, boy, watch out when he does. And and what about Robert Hyatt? you got to worry about him, too. He's up there, too. Uh, John Force. No, no one left is easy anymore. No, no. And Forsyth, he remains in second place now after sliding, you know, sliding back to uh, Beckman. But, uh, oh, <laughs> Robert Hyde is, I believe Robert Hyde's going to be the guy. I'm sorry. I just, I think Robert's done great all year and he stayed consistent all year and he's been up front all year. So he's going to be somebody that's going to be hard to, hard to beat. No doubt about it. But Jack Beckman's in the number one seat right now. He's got the bragging, the bragging rights and he's exactly where he needs to be. And Forsyth's 19 points back. Heights 24 points back, so that's really close. Only five points between the two of them. And then Ron Caps, uh, your other teammates, 43 back. Tommy Johnson Jr., Matt Hagen, and J.R. Todd, Bob Tasca. These guys, um, I figured J.R. Todd would be a little further up than he is. He's in, he's in seventh right now. Kind of a, a bad weekend for him, but you can rebound from that really quickly, right? Well, yeah, you can absolutely know. They don't have the car that they had last year. Last year, they... Man, what a phenomenal car. But that's okay. It's cyclical, man. You know, what, what he needs to do is uh, keep his keep driving like he's driving. Jared's driving like a machine. Uh, right. Guys will figure it out. You just got to keep that confidence. You don't want to start dropping the ball. And the car goes fast and you're the weak link. He, <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He's a champion. You know, he definitely wanted a back-to-back this. I, I know it. I've talked to him many times this year. You know, me and him, we had a lot of battles in our career. And, and it's really been just over the last year and a half that I've really watched him and respected the way he's driven. So um, it's good to see him, you know, good to see him that we're getting along. And uh, I think that they will, they will get it figured out. Will they do it in oh, time? Yeah. Will they do it in time? They got five that's, races. That's, that's the that's question. When you're sitting seventh after the first of the six races, it's, it's going to be tough. You got to work really hard to get it done. Okay, let's go to Top Fuel. Your favorite, Richie Crampton moves, uh, moves the big move. And it gave him his second win of 2019. Uh, he surged to fifth place doing it. He did a really good job to win. He defeated um, Doug. That's really tough on him. You know, it's his teammate. But, hey, listen, I've, I've heard you say it before. When it's teammate against teammate, everything's out the window. It's out the door. Well, and it makes it fun. You know, and the people that really win are the fans because nobody wants to see someone throw a race. And that that team, the Cletus, and I've never seen him do it. I mean, I've watched – I've studied when – you know, I knew that me and Doug were battling and, and he was going to run one of his teammates and you're sure they're going to do – and they never did. They're just – they're full of class. County would literally knock one of them dudes out if they did something like that. And they just – they race. They have good old-fashioned races. Doug, Doug and Richie, if they're going to be crowned champ, they want to know that they did it legit, fair, and that's a really cool thing. You know, we watch sports all over the place and, you know – Whining, you know. What? Oh, hey, you ain't talking about anybody in particular, are you? Know? Talk about sports in general. I, you know, we, we watched World Cup stuff last year. You know, the amount of people falling down, acting injured. I'm just saying, you yeah. when people pay money for a sport, I come to Google see class. who won the race and how they do it. You know, do they do it with by rising to the occasion, stepping up and driving well? You know. Uh, who won the first race? Austin Proc wins his first race, right? He, he yes. goes up wins a race a few races ago. He's going to, you know, I mean, yes, he won the race, but he had a 250 light, right? And, and he's a phenomenal driver, kick butt lever, mm -hmm. everything about that. But that one's going to sit there because you're going to go, 
I mean, I won the race, but it was all my team. I didn't, you know, it's one of those things where when you win, I, I can look back and go, okay, I had a lot of championships, a lot of great wins. I know for a fact that I never had to do anything stupid to get them, and I'm proud of yeah. that. And I think for Coletta, watching those two races, heads up, battle it down, you know, it it could come to a big deal at the end of the year, right? Let's see. Yes, one one round makes a big difference. I've won a lot of championships by less than a round. Well, I'll tell you, Doug said that he won the championship this year, and he got all the way to the last the last race, the finals there, and uh, he's going to be somebody to be contended with. I know that you got runaways here and runaways there, and one of them we're going to talk about really quick here is Steve Torrance. I mean, everything got shaken up in the top field standings right away when he when he lost in the first round to Clayton Millen. That's pretty crazy, I and mean, we didn't expect that. You and I were both talking about Torrance and how he was going to be the one to beat, but it falls right away. I mean, that's kind of crazy. On a whole shot, and you know, Clay Milken has just a fan, I think a 28 light or something. You know, he has a really good light, beats him on a whole shot. But sometimes someone like Steve is going to sit there and go, I just lost 600 points. Uh -huh. I have a good light. Someone strapped a 28 light on me. This could really happen. And if you let that get in your head, that's right. Steve's got a lot of experience. I don't think he will, but well, it, it could happen. That's right. So, um, <laughs> well, Coletta took over first place quickly when that happened. And Brittany Force, I had that number up there for quite some time here before my TV stopped working on me here. Brittany Force. She served in second place. Uh, she experienced a fuel tank leak in the semifinals uh, opposite of Crampton, uh, which kept her from competing for a spot for the final. Tell me a little bit about that. How does that stop you from competing? Well, I didn't. I actually didn't see it, so okay. I didn't. I'm reading it to you right now. Brittany Force surged. She's. I'm yeah. sorry. If it's leaking out the bottom, they're going to shut her off. That's exactly what I thought. So yeah. he kept her from competing for a spot in the final after qualifying for the number one spot in the third straight race. But she had a fuel leak. When you have a fuel leak, they shut you down, get you off the track. You got to fix that. And if you don't get it fixed in time, you can't go out. And and if you miss that race. You're eliminated, right? Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to replace that fuel. You're not gonna you can't weld it right there. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, and funny as that sounds, nitromethane, you know, has to be compressed to light. But you know, anyone that knows anything about welding, it has to be dry and clean. And, oh, so yeah. they, would, they would replace it. But I, I, if they're in the lanes and some, they're not getting it done. You know? the, and we, I would, I wasn't there. I'd be willing to bet they did everything they can because you can say we don't have time, and then there's an oil down. And if you didn't start the process, you're the idiot. You know, what yeah. I mean, see, like, so I guarantee they went back, started working on it, and just, just didn't Grubnick get it. tried to get it done, just yeah. couldn't get it done. And that's yeah. another thing. It's funny for me seeing David Grubnick after all the years I've seen him racing, turning the wrenches now. That's really it's crazy. Weird. Yeah, that's weird. Eh? I'm mean, against him, you know. I mean, yeah. it's strange to see him do it. And, it's, and then, you know, he was with Clay last year. At least the colors were the same. I still see him in the same you know, even though he's with Brittany now, <laughs> no, everything's different. So you don't recognize him, huh? <laughs> he's a smart dude. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, she's uh, 33 points behind Coletta right now. She's not in that bad of shape. They got five races to go in the NHRA countdown to the championship. Now, Austin Proc, we were talking about.